Hello, and welcome to the Abundant Attraction Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Wilkinson, also known as the Queen of the Quantum Leap. As a manifestation and business coach, I help women activate their magnetism, consciously manifest and intentionally quantum leap their business while earning abundantly. After quitting my nine to five during the global pandemic, I was able to build a magnetic six figure online business in less than a year at the age of 22. I'm all about attraction over hustling and here you'll learn how to play in the quantum, collapse time and achieve results that completely defy logic. So are you ready for your next quantum leap? Let's dive straight in. Hello, Katie. So nice to have you on my show. Hi, Sophia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super pumped for this interview. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about the quantum manifestation, your topic. You're like queen of quantum. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So tell me how it all started. I mean, what was the inspiration behind your new program? Because this is relatively new, your new mastermind, your new micromind. Yeah, so I have been a manifestation coach for just over a year now. And that's kind of how I started getting into it. And then only um, this year did I really come across quantum and how that plays a part in manifestation. It's a lot deeper than that. And as I started to discover it and unravel it, all of a sudden, all these codes and these downloads came in and I just couldn't help but share this out there. And there's not many people talking about manifestation on the level of the quantum. And so now a lot of my programs incorporate that. And so, yeah, I do have new programs, microminds and courses that are all on um, quantum and it is so incredible and I absolutely love it. Tell me how you started. I know your family played a huge role into your being a coach, right? Your mom, your dad, the entrepreneurs. Tell me more about that. For sure. So both my parents are entrepreneurs. Basically everyone in my family like runs their own business or is self-employed. So I was really privileged in the fact that I did have a beautiful upbringing and um, raised in a way where, yeah, I had a lot of great um, role models and inspiration. And I always knew from a young age, like I was just going to defy the rules and start a business. But essentially my story goes back way into the beginning when um, my parents obviously were very much into personal development and my mother would attend motivational seminars. And one day when she was pregnant with me, she was attending one, she was watching the motivational speaker and all of a sudden she was like, oh, I want to do that. I want to be the motivational speaker. And she said she never, ever, ever had experienced that in her life. And she's like, I swear it was you because it was that was the only time. And since then, I've not ever done that. She's like, I don't want to do motivational speaking. So we make this joke now that's like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And the more that I speak, the more money I just make, <laughs> like, you know, just got to keep talking. And then people just love to pay me for it. So it's beautiful how it's happened in that way. Um, and over the years, I've just been really into personal development. My dad, when we would drive in the car, I wasn't allowed to listen to music. I was only allowed to listen to personal development tapes. What do you think? And um, now he actually listens to every single podcast episode I put out. And he says, you know, some of the stuff you're saying is definitely from those tapes, even though I don't even remember, but it must be from somewhere in my subconscious. Um, And so when I was in my late teens, I really discovered um, online coaching. And I remember buying this one course and the course changed my life, not necessarily because um, the content in the course, but I all of a sudden saw myself 
in that coach. I saw, you know, this girl, she was, she was an Asian girl. She was speaking online. She was creating this course. She was making money. She actually lived in the same city that I lived in. She was just a bit older than me. And I was like, wow, like, what is this? Like, she's been, she's able to make money online coaching. I was like, I just opened up a whole new world to me. And I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. And in manifestation, we often call it expanders, right? She, she was a huge expander for me. A couple of years later, um, I opened a coaching business, which was actually last year after I quit my nine to five job on a whim during the pandemic. And yeah, I just feel like I'm just so in love with what I get to do here, being a leader, leaving my legacy. And it just feels like definitely my dream job and this is exactly what I'm supposed to do. So I absolutely love it. And there's so many little, you know, pieces and milestones that kind of added up to my journey um, to where I am today. Well, I have the confession to make. <laughs> you were my inspiration when I just started out as a coach um, seven months ago, something like that. I was uh, listening to the podcast episode of um, Erin um, Henry, uh, May Henry. Yes. And, and yeah, it was just my one first episode. And I chose it because the, the topic seemed to be amazing. I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was your episode. And after that, straight away, I subscribed to you, listened to your stuff. And I thought, wow, this girl, she's, you know, 20, 21, 22. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I was 21 when I started. It was so inspiring and just shows that if you put your mind on something, if you really believe in yourself, all your confidence as well, it's just unbelievable. And the way you grew over the year, it just exploded in front of everyone. <laughs> Tell me about that defining moment when you like just started out, perhaps things were not going as, you know, because we all want results straight away. But tell mm -hmm. me about that moment that you knew you're going to be successful and no matter what. That's so interesting because I know for a lot of people, they start to feel like, okay, I'm going to be successful once they've hit a certain milestone in business. Maybe it's 5K months, 10K months, like there's no looking back. For me, because I think part of my upbringing and my mindset and just knowing so much about manifestation, I actually knew my success was inevitable before I even started my business. I'm very much a person, if I'm going to go into something, it's 110%. I'm going to hold the energy. I'm going to give it my all. So I actually quit um, my job in February of last year. And I got my first sale in business in June. So that's when I say like I actually opened my business. I launched my very first thing. In, in between then I was learning, doing some things, but it, was, it wasn't until June where I actually made my first sale. But before my first sale, I actually knew that it was going to be successful. I made the declaration saying I'm quitting my job and I refuse to be an employee at the age of 21. I, I said that. And some people looked at me and were like, you are crazy, girl. You have no life experience. You have no idea what you're getting yourself into. And I was just like, watch me, you know? And for me, it was just a complete, like it couldn't fail. Like there's no, there was no possibility, no inkling in my mind that I thought I was going to fail. And it wasn't actually until a few months later where one of my clients said, Katie, did you ever once doubt yourself thinking that you're going to fail? And I'm like, actually no I, I didn't that didn't even come to mind like I just thought it was almost normal like of course why would I go into something if I didn't think I was going to succeed now looking back and coaching a lot of people I realize that's not very normal although I do think we should really back our energy but you don't really need results in order to believe you believe because you believe and that's part of what I teach in quantum manifestation is being able to actually defy your reality and um, live in the quantum energetics and hold that faith despite whatever is happening in um, your physical world 
you know, the audience of this podcast, a lot of new entrepreneurs, newbies who just starting out and they obviously going through all the hurdles and challenges and doubt themselves. It's inevitable, right? For majority of people, not you, perhaps. <laughs> Would you give some advice for people who just, they're working so hard, they're showing up online, they've been consistent, but they don't see the results yet. What what would be your advice to sort of help them to go through that period of time? Yes. So one thing I want to make clear is that I definitely did doubt myself, had have negative thoughts. Um, maybe there were launches that I didn't think were going to, you know, go well. I never doubted my overall success. Like I knew overall, like my success was guaranteed. Just, I don't know how, it was just in me. But I definitely had moments of doubt. I had failed launches. I um, had a lot of stuff happen in my business as we all do. And it's really just about navigating that. So the first thing I want people to realize is that you are not your thoughts. It's really clear. You can doubt yourself and still be successful, but whether or not you feed into that doubt and believe in that doubt, that's really what matters. I still doubt myself up until this day, you know, making 20, $30,000 months. I still have doubts We're going into the new month, right? September 1st, I've made $27 today starting from scratch, just like every other person, right, from, from this month. Um, and there's still a tiny part of me that's like, oh, will I make it again? Or part of me that might think it's a fluke or I'm a fraud, right? All these things come up. But the thing is, and the difference, even you'll see this for many, you know, entrepreneurs have, who have gone past this level is that they don't play into their doubts. They don't play into their thoughts. You can choose what you want to believe in and where you want to put your energy. So that's really important. The second thing is to realize that your physical reality says nothing about the reality that you are actually capable of achieving. And this is why I teach quantum. It's because quantum physics essentially states that life is 99.9999% energy and only 0.00001% um, matter. And so therefore, everything that we actually see in our physical world and we experience through our senses, sight, taste, hearing, touch, smell, all of that is the 0.0001%. So we are living in a world where most of what exists, we cannot actually see. And so if you're basing the reality that you're trying to create off of the evidence or lack of evidence in your physical reality, of course, you will doubt yourself. Of course, you will feel lack. Of course, you'll feel all these negative things because you're not seeing the truth behind it. Anything can happen in any moment. Tomorrow, you could wake up to a sale. Tomorrow, you could sign a client. And it's really about seeing and having the energy and believing in what is underneath the physical and seeing all the different energetic potentials that are available for you. So it's okay to have doubt. It's okay to feel negative things, but it's just about not feeding into that and choosing to direct your energy elsewhere. You can actually doubt yourself and make money, but it's all about how your energy is flowing, how you're holding that and um, seeing the energy beyond the um, physical world and the matter. I like one of your posts, a recent post, you say manifestation isn't about your mood and it's about holding the energy and knowing what's happening. It's not just about your emotions, right? Yes. So this is really important. And this is how I teach manifestation quite differently to other people in the fact that it's not about your emotions. Your emotions and your thoughts isn't what actually manifests. If, the, if life manifested, that's a byproduct of our emotions. It would really look like 
a shit show, to be honest. Like, think about it. One minute we're happy and we're manifesting all the good things and one minute we're angry and then everything's falling apart and one minute we're sad and then things are going awry. Like, it just, you have to realize that it's just about holding the energy. And so what I teach is that you just need to be an energetic match. Quantum physics, if you are, you attract what you are, you attract what you are, not what you desire. You attract who you are being, not what you want, right? Just like a radio, my favorite analogy of all time, a radio station, when you plug in to a certain station, you receive the same frequency back. If you want to go into a different station and receive a different song or um, station, you got to tune the dial and a different frequency is just going to receive something different. It's not better or worse. Like 101.9 isn't better than 101.1. It's just different. And I don't really like this view of, yes, there's a map of consciousness and peace and love and happiness is a higher vibration, quote unquote, higher vibration compared to despair, sadness, and all of that. Your desire has a frequency that is outside of your emotions, right? Your desire has a frequency that is separate to your emotions. Think about um, the frequency of expansion, the frequency of um, abundance, of wealth. These have frequencies, but it's not measured by your emotions. You can still feel sad and wealthy. You can still doubt yourself and um, experience a loving relationship. If you think about it, it just doesn't make sense for our emotions to dictate our mood. Does Elon Musk, when he's having a bad day, all of a sudden he receives less money from his Tesla sales? Like, no, it still is happening in the background. Even when you have a bad, a bad quote unquote, it's no such thing as a bad thought um, or a negative emotion. It's really just energy. It's just energy. When you experience doubt, sadness, grief, you experience you know, a negative thought, that doesn't actually have to influence what it is that you are desiring. What you're desiring is going to come to you as long as you plug into the frequency and energy of that and actually hold the energy. And even when you're feeling crappy, you're still able to say, I know this thing is coming to me and I know that it is happening. Like all the other millionaires out there, they know that their money is still going to come and they're not going to be influenced just because of a bad day. And that's how I run my business in holding this really potent energy even if I'm on vacation and I take 10 days off my business, even if I'm sick, not feeling well, PMSing, grumpy, whatever it is, I still receive. Literally two weeks ago, I was PMSing and in the worst mood and I signed a client for $5,000. Mm-hmm. And my sister was like, how did you do that? You're in such a bad mood. I'm like, yeah, because I still set the standard that even when I'm in a bad mood, I still receive. And so this is how it gets to be different. We don't have to just constantly be in this turbulence of allowing our thoughts and emotions to dictate our life. And then we set this unrealistic standard that we always have to be positive all the time. And then you judge yourself and you're not, and you dig yourself a deeper hole, which is really just so toxic. But realizing there's a difference, you are trapped by your energy. Emotions are energy. Energy isn't just emotions. So we get to create separation. What are the craziest things you manifested um, intentionally, consciously? Because I know we manifest all the time, right? We manifest every single day, but sometimes we don't yes. realize that. Um, like my whole life, I've been manifesting amazing things, but I didn't do it like, okay, I'm going to sit and manifest trip to London or moving to London or finding my the love of my life. It just happened because I believe 100% it will happen. So tell mm-hmm. me what's the craziest things you manifested intentionally? 
Oh, okay. There have been quite a few because I've literally manifested like my whole entire vision board. Crazy things. I would say there's two that come to mind. One was a free stay at a um, two-bedroom villa overlooking a pool in Bali. That was really cool because we were going to Bali um backstory was I really wanted to get free accommodation I was a micro influencer I was like it's going to be via an influencer deal we're going to do a collab the resort is going to give me free accommodation in exchange for me doing marketing for it I'm going to post about it I contacted lots of places they only give me five ten percent I'm like oh, it's not really vibing I want free like that's a standard in the end, didn't happen. I booked the accommodation, went there, stayed there. It was beautiful. Breakfast included, overlooking the pool, two-bedroom bungalow, had a hammock, everything. It was so luxe, so nice. Um, at the end of the trip, something happened with the payment and it ended up being completely free, completely free. Amazing. And this is how it works. We cannot control the how. And when you release the how, then it's able to just come in. So that was the first one, free accommodation in Bali worth like so much money. The second one was actually um, a business class upgrade um, for a flight. So what happened was got free tickets because of a previous thing that happened with the flights. Um, so it was basically we're getting compensated by getting free tickets. We used the free tickets to book our flights. So we didn't pay anything. Mm -hmm. And I was manifesting upgrade, manifesting. Again, I got caught up in the house. Like I'm going to get an upgrade at the desk. Went to the desk to check in. No, no upgrade. I was bummed about it, whatever. Um, as we were at the airport, we got an email saying there are upgrade opportunities at a cheap price. I'm like, oh, let's see. Normally, you know, they're still quite expensive, but we paid, we, we didn't pay for the flights anyway. So we just went to check it out. This was like, moment, like not long before the flight. Mm -hmm. And um, Oh, wait, this was, no, we didn't check in first. This was um, before we checked in because we had like two flights to get there. Anyway, just making this story make sense. And um, we looked at it and it said upgrade, I think it was $600, $600 for the upgrade. And so we end up just paying $600 for total for an international um, business class flight on Emirates, Emirates business class. Like it had... Like it was so luxe, one of like the best business class. And I just paid $600 for it, for an international. And that's like more than what the typical economy class um, yeah. ticket costs. So things all just align. And again, key factor and message in all of this is release the how. So, so important. Do you use manifestation techniques intentionally in your business? Like you have an income goal for next month. Do you do anything like yeah. um, do you use any tools and methods maybe you can share as well with the audience yes I love that question and I do do a couple of things but something that I really make sure that people get is that the method or the technique is not the thing manifesting you are again all you need to do is become an energetic match the amount of time it takes something to manifest in your reality is the amount of time it takes for you to become an energetic match that's it um, so technically you don't need to do anything to become an energetic match. You just become an energetic match by dialing the radio, by calibrating your energy. So we realize that, okay, the method and the technique isn't actually the thing doing it, but when we embody, then from that place, we can decide, okay, well, I'm going to meditate because that actually expands my energy even more, or I'm going to journal because that helps me even more. So that's where I come from. Like, 
we often place responsibility on the technique to do the work for us. But if you do the technique and you haven't experienced a shift in your energy, you've literally just wasted your time. Literally, like I, it's no point even doing the technique. So nowadays I don't do many techniques personally because I've just learned to shift and calibrate my energy naturally myself. But there are a couple of things I like to do. And the main one would be journaling. I have my journal here right next to me. Just started a brand new one today, just in time for the new month. But I've been journaling for 10 years now and I absolutely love it. And I love scripting. I love getting out, you know, my energy and just writing about the reality that I'm quantum leaping into. Just so much goes on in my journals, literally every, almost everything that I've manifested, I've written down first in my journal from my first job to my house, to my car, to the trips, right, that I've manifested. Um, so journaling will probably be the number one thing. Like if I don't journal for the day, I feel like something's off. Um, but yeah, I do meditate sometimes, to be honest, I don't meditate every single day. So that's a myth I'm busting as well. In order to be spiritual and manifest things, you have to meditate every day. Don't wake up at 5am every day. Um, I live a pretty normal life, but yeah, I do. It's more about the intentionality behind, um, that as well. So even you were talking about, um, business and rituals for that. It's just like every time before you go live or record a podcast like this, like what is your intention behind that? Set the intention that it's going to reach many people, that your ideal client is going to find you. Those things I find that it's just more potent than sitting down and just journaling just because or doing the five by five affirmation just because someone said it's going to work. So it's really just about um, how your energy is and if a method helps you awesome but realize that it all comes down to the energy totally agree with you on that i believe all these tools and techniques they're just like extra help but you can choose and some something might work for you but not necessarily will work for other people this is just external stuff right it's all happens mm. here inside you and it's a yes. decision making that decision which actually gonna start the journey and make this happen and obviously getting on the energetic match of that yeah, it's amazing stuff. <laughs> Tell me more about your program. This is new container. You now open for enrollment, right? The um, Micromind? Yeah, so the Micromind was my six-week um, live container, which was really helping um, people learn about quantum leaping, collapsing time, defying logic. That actually is closed now, but I have bundled all the video contents together inside a beautiful self-study program called Quantum Mastery. So this is my high-level program, which um, contains six modules plus my Quantum Attraction Masterclass, which is really about quantum living. So not just using quantum as a means to get there to quantum leap collapse time all of that that's so beautiful but actually learning to have potent energy throughout your day so that you can unlock miracles at any time at any moment um, and it is a high level course and it is so incredible like some of the things the women have achieved inside this program are just absolutely mind-blowing but if anyone is like new to um to quantum and like like what is even quantum what are you talking about then I would definitely rec recommend starting with my quantum attraction masterclass it's um, a 90 minute masterclass which goes through the foundations and basics of quantum but trust me it's not basic as in simple because every single person who has taken this class afterwards says my mind is completely blown how do I not know this my whole view on reality is completely shifted I didn't even realize like we were living in a matrix so wow. yeah it is very very cool and um this is probably like my most popular program that most people love so right. yeah I'm sure there will be links under this um episode <laughs> 
yeah link directly to to you and your course um one of the late uh, last questions i want to ask you what are the what was the importance of having the guide the mentor from the beginning of your journey to to achieve uh, your success to get to where you are now yeah i actually have had a coach since even before I started my business, so before day one, before I got my first sale. Um, so since March of last year till now, September 2021, I have had a coach the whole entire time. I have not gone one day without a coach. Do I think it's 110% necessary? No, you don't need a coach in order to succeed. But why I love coaching is that it's just so expansive. Someone who's done it before, someone who is earning what you want to earn, doing what you want to do, and just has codes that can unlock something in you. When we first start, there's often so much that we don't know and the way we operate in business, it's so different. And not only is it about having a coach who is able to guide you through that process and expand you, but also showing you the path that you've find that is the least least resistant so there are coaches out there who just do ads and funnels and are very masculine and very strategy and there are coaches more like me who's into the feminine energetics the quantum um, all of that and I think it's really really important when you're choosing a coach to actually find someone who is running their business if you're choosing a business coach running their business in a way that is aligned with you so just because a coach has made six figures doesn't mean they'll be the right coach for you even though you want to make six figures to reach six figures there's a million different ways to do that and a coach is often going to teach you the way that they did it because they don't really know any other way they don't have experience with that so that's probably one thing that I just want to make really clear for a lot of people because Yes, having a coach is awesome, but if you end up with an unaligned coach, you can really set the, uh, the wrong trajectory for your business, which can be really, really um, harmful potentially if you end up in a place where you're just feeling like, yeah, I'm making all the money, but I don't like how I'm running my business. So it's more about the approach and the process, but I highly recommend if anyone's starting from the beginning, get a coach like you just really don't know what you're doing. Coaching, it's a business, right? We're not just here as coaches. We're, we're running a business. You need to learn how to sell. You need to learn how to pitch yourself, how to do social media marketing, how to do all of it, right? You're not just here selling a course. You might be amazing at coaching and amazing at creating these courses, but if you don't know how to sell them, you're not going to be able to make money. If you don't know how to you know, you want to start a podcast or go live and all these little things that need to be added into your business, I think are really, really important. Even if it's not business coaching, it's just about finding someone who's able to expand you and has these codes that you don't have. Um, so yeah, and one big thing as well in the beginning, it's important to invest because if you're asking people to invest in you and you haven't invested at all, there might be some discrepancy or lack of integrity in your energy for a lot of people you know, when they're investing, that actually propels them because they're raising their standard and becoming an energetic match because they've done it before. They're saying, hey, I want other people to trust in me. You know, I want you to trust in me, but because I've trusted in myself and I've actually made a significant investment. For me, myself, I spent over $30,000 in investments for coaching and courses over the span of the last year alone. And now I'm making, you know, $30,000 a month is totally normal and standard for me. So your investment always comes back tenfold. Obviously, set your energy intention before you invest, but there are so many benefits of having a coach. And, and as leaders, we always need to be expanding ourselves as well. So 
all the coaches have coaches because that is all part of um, our continual evolution and expansion. Absolutely, totally agree with you on that. So the last question is, uh, what's next for you? What are your intentions for the next six months? I know you're now reached and probably uh, um, more than six figures now plus, right? So what's your goal for the next year? Where do you see yourself in the next six months, 12 months? Yeah, so that is so good because honestly, I don't even know 110% where I'm going to be at the beginning of this year. I was like, at the end of the year, I want to be hitting 20K months. And I hit 20K months before midway of the year. So I always um, set lower expectations for myself. Like I basically underestimate myself all the time, but I'll definitely be making six-figure months. That's for sure. I know I'm going to grow and expand my business and it's just going to, like next year, million dollars, that's confirmed, guaranteed for me. Like I know it, it's done, it's inevitable. So definitely just massive expansion, massive growth. Um, I just want to create a lot more containers and options and avenues for people to work with me. I love just creating new programs. I'm definitely not that coach who just has a few and that's it, that's my product suite. Like I'm always receiving downloads and codes and sharing that, sharing free content, connecting with my audience um, and really stepping into my role as a leader. Something that I want to see more in the coaching industry is just not just coaches, but coaches who are leaders, who are actually um, defying the rules, disrupting the industry and setting new standards. The co coaching is an industry after all. And um, we can choose if we want to be part of the industry and obey the rules of the industry or conform to the rules of the industry. But realize that if you want to enter something, you also get to be the person who sets the standard and the expectation. Something for me that I just want to see more of is more leaders, people being self-responsible, self um, people who are stepping up, people who are rising up, people who are um, really just doing things that, you know, have never been done before and are taking and doing it out of integrity as well. And just showing up from that leader energy rather than just coaching. I feel like there's a big difference. And that's just something I want to bring more in, bring into more into the industry. Um, and yeah, just expand into my global impact because I know that my whole dream and mission is to become a global brand. So, yeah. So excited for your plans, your future. So much, you know, exciting programs coming, courses. I'm gonna come wait to see more from you. And um, yeah, um, I think. Um, what would you like to say uh, as a last thing to the audience before we wrap it up? Yeah, I just want to say that everything is already done in the quantum. It's one of my favorite, favorite quotes. And essentially in the quantum, everything already exists, every reality version of you, anything that you could ever think of, every potentiality exists already in the quantum. So you don't need to believe, we already know it's there, choose to embody it, choose to go there, it's already done. It's already inevitable, you get to decide, but you have to consciously make that decision nothing is impossible, literally nothing. I've seen people go from $0 to $100 million, immigrants who can't come here, $20,000 in debt and made, you know, again, multiple millions. Whatever you want, it's there. You just have to claim it. That's it. Thank you, Cathy. You're amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs>